Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. The balance of power is shifting and in some cases, affiliates are growing larger than the brands they represent. Stay ahead of this and other trends with the Affiliate Marketing Insider. Affiliate Marketing Insider explores the fast-changing world of affiliate marketing from the perspective of one of its most recognized experts. Host Linda Woods leads this ongoing discussion of important industry issues and emerging trends through her own experiences with the whales of the industry, from CEOs to super affiliates to high-impact players. It's time to get inside with the Affiliate Marketing Insider. Here is your host, Linda Woods. Good morning, everyone. This is Linda Woods from Partner Centric, and this is Affiliate Marketer Insider. I am so happy to be back. I was in uh, Las Vegas last week at the Affiliate Summit, had a great time. I hope everybody enjoyed the show with my little interviews with uh, people from the floor. One of the people that I didn't get a chance to talk to who was everywhere at the show is Jim Kukral. And Jim is the owner and uh, the owner of Jim Kukral Online Marketing and Consulting. That basically means he knows everything about Internet marketing, so you just ask him and he can set you straight. Jim and I have gone uh, go go way back uh, years ago, and he's done all sorts of different things in, in Internet marketing, and I would consider him a really a cutting-edge guy. So Jim is my... Um, is my guest today. Welcome, Jim. Hey, how you doing, Linda? I'm doing just great. Are you recovered yet? I am barely recovered from the Affiliate Summit. It was uh, a really fun uh, trip, but really excruciatingly uh, tiring for me. I bet. You were everywhere all the time. Yeah, since I was the MC at this one, uh, the Rio... Um, it was it was excruciating just because I had to you know be up early and and be there for everyone else and and introduce the keynote speaker and introduce the awards and the you know all kinds of stuff. So it was it was but it, but don't get me wrong, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> you couldn't skip anything, in other words. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah, I think most people you know were like, oh, I'll just get down to the exhibit hall when I can. You know, it, I had to be there an hour hour early. <laughs> Right, cut, cuts into those late nights, huh? You know, that's the thing. It didn't. That's That was the problem. Oh, that was the problem, I see. Well, uh, well, let's just jump right into it. Um, uh, speaking of uh, of announcing the keynote, Jason Jason Calcanis from Mahalo, um, he seemed to really stir up the crowd and had some rather controversial things to say. What were your thoughts on it? And, and, and you know, can you recap that a little bit for uh, for our audience? Well, I mean, Jason, um, you know, basically came out, first thing he walked on stage and, you know, said, affiliate marketing is BS. Uh, thank you very much. And that was pretty much set the tone for his his entire presentation. Then he pre- pretended to walk off the stage. But, you know, he really kind of, you know, I mean, you could go on a best web and, and affiliate tip blog and other places and, and read, you know, probably at this point a good hundred blog posts about, what he said. You can also mm-hmm. listen to the whole thing live out there in Webmaster Radio. So he said that affiliate marketing is BS. He talked about spam. He talked about how affiliate marketers who are creating thin affiliate sites are peeing in the well, peeing, peeing in the pool and ruining <laughs> it for everybody and and all that kind of fun stuff. But um, But he also said, and I think what a lot of people don't talk about and what I actually brought up before I introduced him, was I said what Jason's going to find out or maybe that he already knows is that affiliate marketers are best-of-breed marketers and they already know 
more than search people, than email people. They know all of it. They do search, they do email, they do pay-per-click, they do every type of internet marketing. And to, you know, you know I was right, because what he did say that in his keynote speech is that, wow, you guys are all brilliant people. You're much smarter than the other people who are in this industry. Um, but he said, you think too small. <laughs> yeah, I, I I got a big kick out of him. Um, I I thought, what an insulting way to do a keynote to an entire room full of mar- affiliate marketers was to basically tell them that they're you know they're all doing it wrong. So that that was uh, that was pretty shocking to me. But I, I guess I walked away thinking it was sort of a wake up call. Do you think that was his intent? It's like wake up and and do it right and stay you know stay on a productive path here and and you know police yourselves. Is, do you feel like that was his message? No, I think Jason's intent was to come and do a keynote that got more attention for him. I mean, let's <laughs> face it. That's what that's what Jason does. He's a provocateur. He, you know, I like the guy. I met him in person. I think he's a nice person. I also think he's a really good marketer. I also really think he's a really good personal brander. I mean, let's be obvious. I mean, what he's done in the past six or seven years, and from a personal branding standpoint, has been is really good. Mm-hmm. So, so I think he, he's, he's one of those ones. If people are talking to, talking about you, it doesn't matter whether it's good or bad. Yeah, I mean, for, I mean, look, every marketer has an agenda. I have an agenda. I want to build my brand because maybe I want more speaking gigs and consulting gigs and partnerships and things like that. You know, he he wants to build his brand because his agenda is to be high profile, to attract large investors and venture capitalists, and to be able to promote his brands without spending you know millions of dollars in advertising. So I get it. I mean, it makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah, that's smart. Well, well, let's leave Jason behind and not give him any more free press for a moment then. <laughs> and uh, what I'd really be interested in is um, I know that you're always on the lookout for uh, for new things, edgy things, what's working, um, trying out a lot of uh, technical things. I consider you sort of a, a tech and gadget guru. So what, what, uh, when you were looking around and, and checking everything out and talking to people, what do you think was the best idea or the best company or tool set or, or you know, best new gadget? or whatever you want to call it, widget, uh, that you saw out there? Anything you want to talk about that you thought was exceptionally good? You mean at the Affiliate Summit? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, I was, when I walked through the exhibit hall Tuesday afternoon, I was surprised to see so many lead gen companies and, and things like that. I thought there was going to be more, you know, I, a company like Koof, you know, K, or it's Q-O-O-F. Yes. dot com. You know they're they're doing some really neat stuff with video. Yes. In you know, I, I, it's marketing. interesting that you say that. Um, I walked the halls too, and that was literally the only booth where I stopped and went, "Whoa, what is this? This is really exciting." Yeah, I, saw, I met those guys at the Miami show, um, and it's good to see that they're still sticking around and doing their thing. Yeah. Um, but other than that, you know, I'm trying to think who was really doing anything. Unique. I mean, in terms of a marketing standpoint, I thought some of the booths marketed themselves pretty well. But in terms of like having a new product or service, um, I wasn't really seeing a lot of innovation there. Well, let's do this. Let's take a quick break here, Jim, and then uh, what we'll do is come back and talk about what what the new stuff um, and exciting things that you're working on and, and the various different uh, cutting edge and, and uh, things that are, are appealing to you, exciting to you, that you think have legs. And let's start talking about that when we come back from our break. Don't go anywhere. More Affiliate Marketing Insider when we return. 
Don't be fooled by your web analytics. If you think your web analytics are giving you all the information needed to manage your paid search accounts, you'd be shocked to see what they're not telling you. How are you tracking sales received over the phone that resulted from your PPC ads? Now, you can track call-in sales by campaign, search engine, and keyword with Engine Ready Call Analytics. Optimize top spending keywords with more accurate tracking and achieve higher PPC profitability. Get started now tracking your PPC call and sales with Engine Ready Call Analytics. Visit EngineReady.com to see how easy and inexpensive accurate call and tracking can be. EngineReady.com Welcome back to our coverage of the 17th Annual Golf Invitational, brought to you by SureHits.com. When looking for the right ad network, there seem to be unlimited choices. Go with the only network that targets the insurance industry, SureHits.com. Let's head down to the fairway. Here we are at the 18th hole. Odd choice for Ken Mitchum to not go with SureHits.com here. I mean, they are the only ad network that targets the insurance industry. Definitely a strange choice to not pick the best option for publishers in the finest category, but oh, here's a swing. Oh, look out, folks. Terrible slice into the woods. Jeff Burns now stepping up to the fairway. And it looks like he's already chosen SureHits.com. Clearly the best choice since they pay more for quality traffic. And the swing. Oh my, he crushes it. When getting ready to make your drive, go with a sure thing. SureHits.com. For insurance, it's Sure Hits. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart. had been out there with the Code of Ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. This is Market Edge. Paul Gillen. He writes the social media column for B2B Magazine in his new book, The New Influencers. Tell us about your book. It's about how influence works in an environment in which everybody is essentially equal. Anybody can talk, anybody can say whatever they want. There are no rules, no governing bodies, no standards boards. And yet out of this, a remarkably sophisticated system of governance is emerging that is really something I think marketers need to understand. Market Edge with Larry Weber, Tuesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and on demand after the show inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Warning. Listening to webmasterradio.fm daily may cause webmaster insomnia and an increase in your company's profits. Webmasterradio.fm. Stay up with us all night long. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. We now return to Affiliate Marketing Insider. Once again, here's Linda Woods. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Linda Woods at Affiliate Marketing Insider. My guest today is Jim Kukral. Jim is the owner of his own online marketing and consulting firm. Um, he is well-known in the industry for trying out all sorts of cool things online. He's a well-established blogger and, uh, and a video marketer, and, and he's really got his finger on the pulse of all sorts of exciting things. And what we were just talking about before the break was, was there anything new and exciting at Summit? And, and we both agreed there 
that uh, it was great for networking, a lot of folks there, but not necessarily showcasing things that were really new and exciting and interesting in the industry. But Jim does have some ideas about that, things he's working on, trying out and experimenting with. And so, Jim, why don't, why don't you fill us in a little bit on, on what you're, you're uh, really excited about right now in online marketing? Well, I mean, the beauty of what's going on in online marketing today is that technology is getting so much uh, better and, you know, the tools are becoming easier to create online content, you know, beyond text. And I do a lot of online video now. Um, as a matter of fact, I quit text blogging on my blog earlier in the year and I only do daily videos now. Simply for the fact that I'm trying to challenge myself and I really think that, you know, you can do, you can become entertaining and be informative by creating videos and, and I'm enjoying it. So, um, and from an online marketing perspective, uh, video is where it's at for me because I see um, I see the creativity that it brings out in me, and I and and you know the biggest thing I tell people is nobody's doing it. I mean, if you really look around at anybody out there, your competitors, and look and see what types of videos that people are putting together, nobody's putting together any decent videos right now. So there's a real opportunity there. What kinds of, I mean, I, I know that you're doing it as a consultant, which makes a lot of sense, so you're talking about the different things that, that are interesting you, but what, what kinds of um, companies could really benefit from that? Do you, see, uh, do you see merchants using it? Do you think it's an affiliate play? How, who, who could use this the best, aside from those of us marketers who have something to uh, say in the, in the industry? Well, I'm doing it on multiple levels. I'm doing it as a publisher. Um, I'm doing it as an affiliate. Um, I, I am not doing it as a merchant because I'm not um, promoting any programs right now. But um, you know, I'm doing it for multiple reasons. You know, for to to convert on landing pages. I'm doing it to um, get better search engine rankings. You know, when when Google Universal Search eventually rolls out, um, you know, look. I mean, I always tell people this: go to Google.com and type in your biggest keyword. So maybe for you, uh, Linda, it's you know affiliate management. You know, and then go to YouTube and type in that same keyword. Now, on the Google result, there's probably going to be about 30 million results. Mm -hmm. If you do the same thing on YouTube, there's probably going to be 300 or less. Usually, mm -hmm. in 99% in of the time, there's like 100 videos or less. Wow. So, which one do you think is going to be easier to rank in? Right, um, right. So, when, when universal search rolls around, which means that Google will be injecting news results and video results directly into the organic search results. So... Huh. Think about it for a second. Which video is going to show up on the organic search results for affiliate management? You know, is it going to be some junky one that somebody made with their webcam that's not polished, you know? Or is it going to be something that's, you know, a little bit nicer, scripted, you know, just a little nice is very informative, of course, highly relevant, mm -hmm. you know? That, that's what I keep telling people until, until I put it in those that's terms great. and they're like, oh, that makes sense. Now, what about video ads? I saw on your site that you were talking about video ads, and I think you talked about that at Summit, too, if I'm not mistaken, um, how, to, how to be able to uh, wrap your videos in ads. or, or um, tell, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I'm doing, you know, I'm selling ads. In my, I have my show at jimcookerl.com. I do a show called The Daily Flip every day, and I'm selling pre-roll ads in that. You know, I, I've sold uh, a month of ads already for a, a local company, or not local, so they just, but a, they just affiliate start, related. They, they, Oh, I'm sorry. I stepped on you a little bit there. They they just start before your show then, like on television. Yeah, it's a pre-roll. So it's 15 seconds of me promoting the company that bought the ad. 
So I went out and I, I just did a video on my blog today that talked about how you can sell ads in your videos that same way. Now, from an affiliate perspective, you know, there are tools out there that will allow you to take a video. So, for example, if you, if you created a video about a product, there's a tool, there's tools out there that you can go and upload your video into and then put clickable banners and links on top of the video. So you could embed a video in your website or blog. People could click on the link in the video and could be directed to your affiliate link. So, yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that I like very much about the COOF uh, tool right. is that is embedding an affiliate ID right into the video. Right. You know, the questions remain, you know, do people understand that they can click on a video? Do people want to click on a video? You know, <laughs> you know that that's it's still so early. I mean, YouTube has yeah. really been here for, what, two years now or something? I mean, if you really right. think about it, it's still really early in this online video space. Well, let's uh, let's uh, change gears a little bit because that makes me think of another place where where um, it's hard to figure out what the commercial ap- application is, and that's uh, Facebook and the other social networks. Is it is it just fun and games there, or or, or do you find that there's something really uh, commercially viable going on there? Uh, well, you know, I mean, I, look, I look at Facebook as, and other social marketers will kill me, but. You know, I look at Facebook as a glorified contact database. You know, it's really meant for people who want to be social. You know, I don't really want to be social. I have my group of friends that, you know, I email back and forth and chat on the phone with and text message. But I I, I just don't see how you could possibly deal with, you know, if you have 5,000 friends on Facebook, how could you possibly connect with all of them and poke each other? You know, somebody came to me the other day and they're like, well, I was trying to think of a way to build a Facebook application. So I went and I really researched, you know, what, what makes Facebook applications good and why they're mm-hmm. successful. And I came to the conclusion that every, I'm not kidding, every successful Facebook application is completely and utterly useless. I mean, they're all just poking each other or sending each other something completely useless. So I thought to myself, well, that pretty much defines what Facebook is. It's it's like this, you know, this big network of people just wasting time. Right. Well, I, I'm glad to hear you say that because that has been my impression all along. But you know, I mean, here we are sitting on the on the cutting edge of of technology on the internet, and of course, I'm sure your clients as well as my clients are saying, "What about Facebook? How can we get in there? How can we use that, utilize that?" And I'm like, you know, I haven't seen a way that it's it's going to be tremendously beneficial for your sales. I mean, you know, people sending vampire bites and 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 uh, cocktail, you know, fake cocktails. It, it, just what's the point? So, I, I'm, I'm yeah, it's like MySpace. You. you know, I tried to market through MySpace a couple of years ago. I didn't really understand MySpace, and I came to the same conclusion that you don't market in MySpace. You just socialize. I mean, I think you a lot of people out. tried. I mean, we we have to take off our marketing hats when we get to systems like that. And stop trying to push things. Instead, just connecting with people, and that's how you—that's how you're going to be successful. How you measure it, I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. I—I uh, I had a chat with uh, Jonathan Miller from Forge uh, not long ago about this, and you know, he was like, "The only reason I use it is that sometimes it's a great way to be able to talk about what you're doing to everyone who's connected to you at one time." 
which can right. be helpful because they're all in your business network. And, and, you know, it sort of is a way to have a personal connection with your business network. And so saying what you're working on is, is useful or, or letting everybody know that, you know, your wife just had a baby or what, you know, or whatever. But, but he said that he felt that that built really uh, great goodwill for him and his company. But other than that, it wasn't a specific marketing event. Yeah, I mean, and I tend to agree. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, well, let's talk a little bit more about something that you have uh, intimate knowledge of, and that's blogging. So tell us what's new and, and happening in the blog world. Are, are, are affiliates embracing blogging more, or is the blogging world and fil- uh, embracing affiliate marketing at all? Can, tell us a little bit about what's going on there, Jim. Well, yeah, I mean, blogging to me, I mean, I've been blogging since 2001. I've been monetizing and figuring, helping bloggers figure out how to monetize since... 2003 and you know I've learned over the years that you know it, we've gotten to the point now where everyone pretty much has a blog if you're starting up a new company if you're a network um, you kind of you kind of have to have one it's kind of yeah. becoming the expectation like in 2000 you know you kind of it was starting to be where you had, we were expected to have a website you know nowadays if you don't have a website there's something wrong with you there's something <laughs> right. wrong with your business it's an expectation so I always look like you know, in terms of trends and stuff like this, what's the expectation your customers have? We're getting to that point now where I think, you know, it's not here completely yet, but I think people are going to be like, if you don't have a blog, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that we're going to have that point in two to three years with video, too. I think, you know, people are going to come to your website and they say, well, why can't I go to your YouTube channel and watch videos about your company? That's, that expectation is going to be there. So, you know, we're just following the trend line. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I think you should have a blog. Everyone should have a blog at this point. And what about, uh, what about affiliates? Do, do you find that uh, they are utilizing blogs effectively to, to help drive revenue, or are they still mostly using it as, as editorial space? You know, I mean, any, any smart affiliate knows that a blog gets indexed really fast and yeah, content it does. is auto archived very nicely in a way that Google loves it. You know, look, I haven't built a real website on on not on blog software in two years, right? Mm-hmm. So when I build websites now I just use WordPress because you know, I can just we still there? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I build on Word sorry, I I thought I I thought I dropped there. So I when I build a site I build it on a CMS platform like WordPress because it's just it's already there, done for me. And um, you know, but I still think most affiliates, smart ones, you know, are realizing that they should be building you know communities. That's really where it's at. Right, right. To get the kind of traffic that you need to really make any money at it. Um, I know that uh, whenever I'm, you know, like walking the dog or at a cocktail party or something like that, and and people are interested enough to find out what I do after my, you know, my immediate, you know, my my first little pitch, <laughs> which usually shuts them up completely, you know. But if they draw me out more than that, then the next question always is, well, I have an idea for a website, and and you know, I've been thinking about doing this, and and I and I always say, you know, it's so much easier to just do a blog. It looks like a website. It's easy to set. Up, you can talk about whatever you want, and it gets indexed by Google really fast. So, um, I, you know, I, 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 uh, I'm glad to hear you've been you're on the same track. That why, why go all the trouble for a big fancy website when a blog is so easy to do? 
Yeah, so now what you should do is, now you have your blog, you should start putting videos together and putting the videos into the blog. Right. Right. We do a little bit of that on the partner-centric blog where we're, we're uh, sometimes it's a video and sometimes it's, um, you know, text. And more and more the videos are, are, are coming about. So that's, that's, that's exciting. It's an exciting shift, I think. Um, let's see. Another thing I wanted to talk to you about is uh, Twitter. What's up with Twitter? And why should anybody be doing Twitter? You know, I, I go both ways on the Twitter. I started it about six or seven months ago. And uh, I quickly got so overwhelmed with it because I I thought, you know, as soon as I reached like 150 people followed, I kind of got to the point where it's like, wow, I have to, it's very hard to keep up watching it all day long, seeing what everyone's saying. And so I quit. I quit Twitter about three months ago Uh because I just couldn't keep up with it. And I didn't like the arrangement, you know, that's built that, if somebody's talking, I should be listening, and if I'm talking, somebody should be listening. And Twitter is pretty much just like kind of like a ghost in the machine type of thing. You're you're, you're having this massive conversation with all of these people all at once, and they're they're maybe listening to you, or maybe they're not. You know, and you're just kind of updating things about your day and whatever. So I quit Twitter until I ended up getting my first BlackBerry device, which allowed me to get my Twitter updates on my phone. Um, so then I was thought, okay, well, this is kind of neat Then I can actually, you know, if I'm out and about and I'm not at my computer, I'm not really distracted with a million things trying to work, then Twitter makes more sense for me. So I've been playing around with it more now. But really, if you're, if you're going to get on Twitter, you should just get on for at least the fact that you can connect with a lot of influencers. And I get a lot of my information, uh, you know, a lot of ideas from people on Twitter who send out links and, and, and information and things like that. So, uh, again, but just don't set up a Twitter account and start spamming people with, you know, your company information because they'll unfollow you really fast. Again, yeah. it's social. It's social. It, it, you know, it's, it, I don't know. It just seems to be such a time suck. I mean, I'm already getting hundreds of emails a day. Do I really care what other people are doing and do they care what I'm doing? I mean, I, that's what I'm having a hard time wrapping my mind around. Yeah, well, what you should do is do what uh, Sean Collins suggested to me to do. He said, just go through and unfollow everybody. You know, just go through and unfollow the people who you're not really going to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. You know, get it down to the 20 people or 10 people who you really care about what they're saying, and then it doesn't become such a big deal to you. Okay, well, that sounds interesting to me. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll check it out and, and see. I'm already feeling a little overwhelmed with Facebook, too. <laughs> but uh, um, I, I think the idea of someone, I suppose if, um, if, if someone sends you, a, if someone types into Twitter an article they've just read or a cool site they've just come across, that's really a way of spreading knowledge, which would essentially be helpful. Is that what you'd agree with, then? Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm waiting for, you know, I'm waiting for my flight to be called at the airport. So, you know, I mean, that, that's the kind of thing I, I'm just not, I'm just not understanding. But um, I did, I did think they did a pretty cool thing at Summit with, uh, with Twitter um, about uh, the questions that Sean was asking. How did, how did that work exactly? Well, he set up a special channel called ASW08, and basically. Anyone who was uh, who, anyone who was following or followed that that group, um, if they sent messages and put that little ASW zero eight in their code, it would refresh to 
that one Twitter channel so everyone could see what you're doing. Oh, which was okay. pretty cool. Yeah, and so, then and, and then there was some sort of contest that he was doing with it. Right. So if you were signed up and you were checking that, if you're following that, Sean had a thousand dollars in his pocket, and he would randomly send out a question, you know, that he would think up and say, first person to answer this or first person to see me here gets a you know hundred dollar bill. And well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Of, how, how many people were win. were signed up? Is there any indication of that? Or I have no idea. I okay. imagine it would have been at least a couple hundred. Huh. Well, that's that's uh, pretty big in itself. Yeah, you um, know, it's pretty smart for him. I mean, as a business of the Affiliate Summit now, you know, he's got, you know, it's just like signing up an email list. He's got, <laughs> yeah. you know, people who are interested in his business sign up to his Twitter list. And so every time that he wants to send out an update, you know, new pictures or there's a new price discount or whatever, he can right. send out to that list. Right, so, and they're already interested, market. otherwise they wouldn't have been there in the first place. Right, so it's, it's, yeah. it's just good opt-in smart marketing. Huh, cool. That's great. Well, um, we have a little bit uh, of time left. Uh, is there something that you'd like to talk about, Jim, something you're working on in, in your business, uh, uh, something you'd like to talk a little bit about? Uh, well, you know, I mean, my biggest thing these days is I started a company called Scratchback.com, which is an online tip jar. Essentially, uh, it's a widget, so you can stick the if you're a blogger or website owner, and you know in in the past what you would do is you'd go put a little uh, if you wanted to take tips you'd put a little PayPal or Amazon link on your website and say if somebody wants to tip me go ahead and tip me thank you very much. Yeah. So what Scratchback does is it allows you to take a create a little widget, stick it on your blog, and it allows people to give you tips. So you name the price. So say you have you know you want to say give me a five dollar tip, and in return I'm going to give you a little link in this widget that's going to show up that you can promote your company or your website or your blog. And it's all no-follow, so it's very Google-friendly. Huh. Well, that's kind of cool. How's that going? It's going really well. I mean, we've got, we're still in the beta, and we've got, uh, you know, thousands and thousands of people signing up and more people every day. And um, it hasn't caught on as fast because it's a no-follow. I mean, it's not built for the black hat SEOers who want to pass page rank. Uh-huh. It's built. It's built for you know people who wanted to say thank you, or people who want to make a few extra bucks from their blog, you know. But they can't. You know, they're making a penny a day on Google AdSense, mm-hmm. you know, or you know they they only get a hundred visitors a week, so they're not going to make be able to sell CPMs, you know. So it's yeah. really just another option for a blogger or a website owner who who wants to try and earn a few bucks. And that's called Scratchback.com. Scratchback.com, and it's free to sign up. Very cool. So it's probably be great for people who uh, who actually are just passionate about about writing what they're interested in and, and blogging about it and and uh, are writing articles and that kind of thing just from 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 them wanting to share and eventually maybe pick up consulting business or something like that. But this way they can they can potentially be um, uh, compensated by someone who just got got something out of the article and wanted to say thanks. That's exactly the you know it's it's a good karma widget. It's Huh. It's well, literally just giving back and getting something back in return that's all fun, happy, Google-friendly. <laughs> that's great. I love that. That's terrific. Um, well, the last thing that I've been asking all my guests this year um, is, if, is basically if you had one wish, 
for 2008 for our industry and you had a magic wand, what, what would your wish be? What would you like to see happening in our industry this year? Wow. Um, I think it's already starting to happen, and I want to thank Jason Calcanis for it. I think more exposure to the outside world. Um, you know, not that we need it, you know, for the affiliate industry, but I think it's it's good to have it. If the industry is ever going to grow um, to be much bigger, I think that it's it's got there's got to be more education. I mean, you got guys like Calcanis talking about it, and he's exposing what it is to you know other people like Dave Weiner and, and just all of these other people who are in the online marketing or the online business but don't really get what it is. Even mm-hmm. Jason doesn't fully get what it is, I don't think, yet. And he's been yeah. you know neck neck deep in it for a week. You know, I don't think he truly still even gets it. And it you know, it takes it, it's really you know, it's really a lifestyle. Right. Uh, so yeah, I, I, uh, I agree with you on that. It, it seemed like some of his comments were, were um, a little bit inexperienced about about what we do. He was looking at all the bad parts of it, and there are a few bad parts, but I, I think as a channel, it's just a tremendously powerful channel for so many different uh, retailers and, of course, people who are earning money at it that it can't it can't be overlooked. And, and, when, right. and when guys like him and, and others that are influential in online marketing in general, not specifically affiliate, marketing understand this and and the and the light is shown you know the light is really shined on it um it, it can only grow and get better and you know and the dark parts might uh, hopefully fade away right yeah well i want to thank you so much for for being on this show jim it's always uh, so in so interesting talking to you about what's going on and and uh, i love your your video blogging i, I hope you won't uh, be too surprised if i start doing that too it's so much easier for me to talk about what's on my mind than spend some time writing it and putting it in a blog that's that's why i'm doing the radio show i can blab about this stuff all day long right yeah no i mean everyone needs to get into video and everyone will it's just going to be who's going to do it first that's so yeah, really expect to see everybody doing it in the next year or so. Yeah, and 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 do it well, of course. Well, thanks for all your great ideas. It's always wonderful to talk to you, and um, I'll be uh, watching you this year and seeing what's going on. And I would encourage uh, our listeners to keep an eye out for Jim Kukral, K U K R A L. Dot com and it will be uh, on the site. Um, uh, the Webmaster Radio site has Affiliate Marketing Insider there, and so we hope that you'll uh, tune back in. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. It's always a pleasure doing this. I hope we're bringing interesting ideas and interesting people into your life, and have a great day. Thanks so much, Jim. Thank you. 